Good morning, everyone. I just woke up this morning, looked at my devotionals, and felt I needed to come in and do a quick morning podcast. God was speaking to me so clearly this morning from Isaiah 43, 19, and 18. And uh, the scriptures are just so clear and they're just echoing. And I just wanted to share it with you guys because I know with this whole COVID-19 thing, everyone seems to be focused on it. It's almost like being at this big giant stadium and everybody is focused in this one area and they're just looking at it when God is doing something awesome down the other end of the field. That's kind of how I see and I envision this thing happening. But I'm going to read the scripture to you really quickly and I'm going to try to help you envision what God is doing right now anew and I hope that you can catch wind of it. Isaiah 43 18 and 19 goes something like this. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Do you not perceive it? Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Now go back to the analogy I gave you where I pictured everyone inside of this stadium and everyone's attention has been grasped on one end of the field, but but God is doing something on the other end of the field. And it happened very quickly, but only those that know how to uh, catch wind of it and notice what is happening on the end that God's doing Uh, something on that particular end of the field are going to be able to catch a glimpse of what he's doing. So the way that I'd like to explain that to you is that God has put a pause on our normal uh, things that we do in life. Now, normally people resist change and because people resist change, it goes against status quo. So when anything goes against status quo and you're not a person that uh, easily can go with change, you're going to resist it. You're going to be upset with it. You're going to ask questions about it. You're going to go through stages of denial. And that's what happens when this big pause gets put on the world right now. Then after you go through all of those stages, um, then you start to go into that normalcy of change. Now, during this process, uh, the world's on this pause and we're going through this sheltered in process. Some people have taken advantage of it. Some people immediately accept change. Some people don't have a problem accepting change. You know, I say there's three types of people, those people that go with change, those people that totally resist change, and they're going to fight all the way through to the total end. They're just not going to accept change. They're going to be complaining about it. You see those people on the job that you go to a meeting, they say, okay, this is the big change that's going to come down from the top down. We have to implement this change in the next six months. You have those people that are just like, okay, how do you want me to help you implement the change, Bob or Sue? And then you have those people that are, you know what? We've done it like this all the time. I don't know why we have to have this change. You know, they're either going through the rigmarole of it and they're just going to resist it. And then you have those people that are in the middle. 
a third type of person, that person, it just takes them a minute to get in the groove of what's new. They ask questions in the beginning, you know, because they're, they're kind of like anticipating, you know, like, why is this change happening? They just want to know they're a normal person. They, they, they're confused with this change. It's not what they normally do. They have questions, but once their questions are answered and then they start to move into the change, they become comfortable with it. Now, when this world has been put on this big pause we sheltered in you know for those second set of people you know the people that get the questions answered during that change process and they begin to go with uh this change those are the people the majority of the people that are sheltered in at this moment so we're sheltered in we're figuring it out our normalcy has now changed it's shifted but during this moment i say go deeper it's different I get it. You know, some people have lost jobs, you know, and, and they're trying to figure out how am I going to pay the bill? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? But what you have to understand, God is aware of your needs. This is the time where you have to tap into all the attributes of God. What has he always done for you? He meets your needs. He's clothed the lily of the valley. He's took care of the birds in the air. He says, why worry about tomorrow when there's enough worrying about today? Has he always taken care of you? So why would he stop taking care of you right now? Especially at a crucial time like this. Would God just say, you know what? I'm going to stop taking care of you right now in the middle of such a crucial matter. No, this is the perfect time where he would show himself high and lifted up. This is the perfect time. These are the perfect circumstances that he uh, would show himself as the master. This is the times where God shows himself strong in our lives. But if you get yourselves uh, uh, twisted up in all the semantics of fear and what your cousin is saying and what your neighbor is saying and what social media, when it pumps negativity, not when social media pumps positivity to you, because social media can be used for two aspects. It can be used for negativity and it can be used for positivity. When it's pumping positive information to you, then that's something totally different. But when it's pumping negative information to you over and over and over again, and then there's a difference between negative information and when there is the truth. Because sometimes when social media is pumping the truth, truth meaning you need to social distance, stay six feet from me, you need to wash your hands. That's the difference from telling you what you need to do. That's wisdom. And in all by getting, get an understanding. When you are getting an understanding of what you need to do with the matter at hand, that's something totally different when you're getting fake news and when you're getting saturated in your spirit day to day with fake news. And when you get up and find yourself getting up in the morning, picking up your phone before you say, Lord, I thank you. Picking up your phone before you understand that God is ruler and he reigns supreme over your life and he controls the situation of the matter. Then that's when you know, hey, I might be off balance here. Um, I may have lost my footing in all of this. I may be confused. I may have forgotten that he is the good shepherd. I may have forgotten that he is the great and blessed hope. I may have forgotten the true attributes of God. And I may have forgotten the most basic principle of God, that he is a good, good father. And if my child wanted something and he's hungry, would I not give him bread to eat? Would I give him a snake? 
That's the word of God. So you have to get back to the basic principles of God. We have to stir our own spirit up. We have to stir up our own will. We have to begin to pump from that which we know. And we know that God's going to take care of us. We know we're going to be safe. And then we have that, the other piece of the puzzle. Because I have that one that's listening right now that's saying, but, but what about me? I lost my mother. I lost my grandmother. I lost someone to this hoard situation. God knows. God knows. You can mourn and he will take care of you. He's there for you right now. He has an ultimate plan. He says that he knows the plans that he would have for you. And they're not to harm you or to hinder you, but to give you a hope in a future. He has a plan. It's working together for your good, even at this very moment. It's going to work to completion, no matter if you work with him or against him. God is going to work all this out for your good. But I, if you would just trust him right now. And that's why I wanted to come onto this podcast on this morning um, because I was excited. The scripture said that, do you not perceive what he's doing? It springs up. So that's telling me that it's, it's a, immediately, it's, it springs up. But you have to perceive it. You have to notice what God is doing in this hour. See, even now, people are sheltered in, but you have a choice to make. There'll be two types of people in this season. There'll be the people that will make a choice to do something and that something will be productive or that something can be unproductive. And okay, and you say, what is productive? What is unproductive? Mrs. Colorful Day. What's productive is taking this opportunity while you're on pause and saying, you know what? I'm going to cast my cares upon the Lord. I'm going to let him worry about this because he has everything in his in his hand. It was made for him and it was made it was made by him and for him. So if he has all this in his hand and he's going to take care of this, why not take this opportunity to write that book I always wanted to write? Why not take this opportunity to write those kids' stories I wanted to write? Why not take this opportunity to reconnect with that person that I haven't had an opportunity to reconnect with? Why not take this opportunity to uh, rekindle that relationship that I broke off years ago? Why not take this opportunity to job search for that new job that I've always wanted to have? Because the one I have, I'm totally miserable at it. And you say, well, all the jobs are shut down. See, your, your view is wrong. See, David fought Goliath. See, these are the perfect opportunities that God likes to show himself strong. He doesn't need an opportunity that you can see yourself out of. He needs an opportunity that he can go in and that he can be high and lifted up and get the glory in it. This is the opportunities that God wants you to say, you know what? There was a hiring freeze and you know what? I got the job so I know it, it could be only it could only be God who gave it to me. He doesn't need you to get a job when uh, you can say, you know what, I got it because of my credentials or I got it because I knew such and such who worked in that office who gave me the job. He needs you to get the job and for you to know everybody who's connected to you to know that he gave you the job. So you can be sure to know when you having coffee with you and all your friends, 
that you're going to give him the glory, that you're not going to steal his glory. And you're going to tell them, you know what? It wasn't nothing but God who gave me this job because it happened in the middle of COVID-19 when everybody was sheltered in. And I said, you know what? I was reading my devotionals and I was going deeper with God and I prayed about it. And I really wasn't happy with the job I had anyways. So I was really happy when they put us on pause and I took an opportunity to go on USA job and apply for the job. And by the time they called us back to this new job, they was also calling me back to uh, when they called us back to the old job. They also called me back to a new job and I just accepted it. Wouldn't that be an awesome testimony? See, these are the kind of testimonies that God wants you to have. See, God's going to allow each and every one of us to triumph over our issues. Any Goliath that you have, you will triumph over it. Trust me on this thing. God is still the same God that he was at the beginning of time. He's the author and finisher of our faith. That's why he's the alpha in the omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's outside of time. He's not constricted to time. See, he is outside of time. So he looks into time. He sees the issues and he fixes them for us. It's all aligned for us. You just have to trust him even now. See, I felt so moved in my spirit to come on and, and I try not to use my podcast as a way of uh, preaching, but it's just in my spirit. My uh, spiritual dad always tells us that the people will be moved by the foolishness of preaching. And of course, that scripture, but it's just embedded in me to just come across and tell you that God's going to do something awesome for you on today. He's going to move the mountain for you on today. This pause is something that he wants to do a mighty move in your life, but you must perceive it and you must connect to the people that are going to uh, breathe that same positivity in you. Cause how can two walk together and not agree? You cannot walk with someone that's going contrary to the word of God. You have to connect yourself with people that are going in the same direction, especially in this particular hour. And the reason I say hour is cause this too shall pass. You're going to look back on this and, and you're going to say, you know what? I thought that was going to last a long time, but that passed pretty quick now that I look back at it. Look over your life when you were a child. Look over your life when you were a teen. Look over your life when you were in college. Look over your life when you were young and married. Look over your life when you were single in college and partying or whatever. Look over a period of time that seemed like it was excruciating pain and it passed. That's what happens when you begin to fixate on something. That's why it's not good to fixate on something. You must fix your eye on the prize, which is God. The word of God said to look to the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from God. When you look to God and you fix your eye on God and not on the situation at hand, mountains begin to move. Things begin to move and shift according to what God has for you. And before you know it, by the time you come from glory and worshiping God and spending time with him, everything will have worked out for your good. That's why it says to seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. Because before you know it, after you're done seeking and spending that time with God, he goes back. He didn't mix the puzzle up and made it all work together for your good anyway. When he was going to do that in the beginning anyways, but you get all confused and all twisted and putting your hand in it and touching it and messing it all up. So today, again, I challenge you 
to perceive it. Meditate on Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. It sprung up. Remember, the analogy I gave you is everyone was in the stadium. Everyone. They were all watching the game. But some people were fixed on one area of the game. And something awesome was happening on the other side of the field controlled by the master. God is a puppet master. He's aware of everything that's happening. Nothing can escape him. He never sleeps or slumber. Heaven is his home. Earth is his footstool. He's up there seeing everything that's happening. Oh, oh, he, nothing can escape him. Nothing can surprise him. We're not praying anything he's not already aware of. I thank you on today for listening to me. I'm praying blessings over your families. If there's anything that you need, just tap into my DM. I'll pray for you. If there's something special that you need, I'll hit it right on target because my specialty is the prophetic ministry. And oh, it's such an awesome one. And if you need help in your prophetic ministry and development, oh, I'll be more than happy to help you in that way. And most of all, Follow me. I've let my podcast be free because I believe the spirit of God should be given freely. Blessings and have a wonderful day.